going on dad good to be here welcome back pinch hitter <laughs> pinch hitter and more um joe still doesn't have the greatest connection to join us from i guess south carolina now um to do the episode so anyway we're here um april 29th episode 12 i want to say wow. um we're going to talk about <laughs> about uh the baseball season in 2020 what is being kind of kicked around is some ideas for that um and then we'll keep going where we were with the kind of tough years for the yanks looking at the 2015 team um which i think out of the four years was probably the best year that they had as a whole team i mean they made the wild card game that year yeah 15 wasn't bad compared to the other three yeah um so so anyway we'll we'll jump jump into it um so i've seen it kind of all over the place different iterations of it um but that basically people around the league around major league baseball the executives um are just kind of optimistic that some form of baseball will be able they'll be able to have a season this year um and it kind of sounds like maybe they'll start spring training in june with a season beginning early july um and maybe about a hundred games or so whatever they can kind of work into it with maybe a neutral site playoffs in november or something like that in warm weather stadiums so that's that'd be neat Get the train back on the track. Yeah. So I was reading about the NBA it might take over Walt Disney World and oh really bring all the teams there. So anything that goes on would be a bonus at this point. But um, they changed the divisions around, right, for this for baseball. Yeah. So that's again, I think it's not confirmed yet, but kind of uh, a big part of this proposal was the idea that maybe you would have. Uh, regional, more regionally based divisions rather than the American National League, um, and teams would just play within that division for this shortened season. So, um, yeah, so it looks like like the East for us specifically being a Yankees pod um, would be the Yankees, Mets, Red Sox, Nationals, Orioles, Phillies. Pirates, Blue Jays, Rays, and Marlins. Um, so kind of skips over the Braves, puts them in the central. Um, and then, I mean, the articles, I think I got this from USA Today or something, so you could see how the central and the west would be too. Um, but basically, yeah, 10 teams in each of those divisions. Keeps it balanced. I'm wondering why they didn't do four, you know, divisions, but it doesn't... It would be hard. There wouldn't be the same number in each division, but it would be neat to cut out of what you just said, the Blue Jays, the Rays, and the Marlins, and have seven there. That would be a neat yeah, Eastern division with those seven. Yeah, you'd get, I mean, it would be less games, but in theory you'd get a lot of games yeah. against those teams. Um, so A lot of Revolutionary War cities. Yeah. Right there. New York, Boston, Washington, Baltimore, Philly. 
Yeah. Not so much Pittsburgh, but that's neat. It would just be great to have him back. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Um, I mean, it was nice. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would watching the NFL draft the other day. Um, you and 26 million people. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if they can do it, I think a big part of this is based on the availability of testing. And I know we were kind of talking about that earlier, um, but I think without that, if somebody's has the virus and then it spreads and you're not able to test people, you could run into a big mm-hmm. problem. Manfred pulled out all the tricks with what I'm looking at. That's good. Manfred is the commissioner, right? Yeah, 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 Manfred. Uh, yeah, yeah, no more Bud Selig. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, it seems like they're trying to think of a lot of different ways that baseball could get going. And maybe the opening would be in Arizona, Florida, and Texas. That's kind of what they're talking about. Um, I know a lot of the way the response varies in each state just in terms of the number of people who are sick and the resources that the state has in terms of health care and everything like that so maybe the season would start there and then you'd move teams into their home uh stadiums to start the regular season um but i think another thing that i think it's early on to get into it but that people have mentioned as a challenge is working out player salaries between Mm -hmm. the owners and the players and hopefully they can come to an agreement and that wouldn't be too big of a snag but I'm sure between the players association and the owners that'll be a discussion I wonder if they could just take the salary and divide it by you know a game make it a per game salary right divided by 162 and that's right how many games they play they get they get Not much per game. Yeah. Yeah. I think they've already paid a certain amount. So um, maybe that's where they just have to figure out how would that be accounted for gotcha. if they only play uh-huh. 82 games, but they've already paid guys they're through May and stuff long. like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but uh-huh. yeah, hopefully that won't be a big snag. I was simple math. They can do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they can. They can work it out. Um, but And this would, I think something we didn't mention before, but this would be very likely with no fans. I mean, I mm-hmm. don't think um, unless they come up with a vaccine or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, It'd be something different. It'd be yeah. weird, right? Yeah. I remember they played a couple of basketball tournaments, I think, even. When I was in college, because of the measles, they had a couple of games that were vacant you know and it's a weird feeling but to yeah. see it but right right i don't think those were live on tv at that time but maybe they were but yeah yeah i've heard people talking about you'd have to like pump in some type of noise right. because it would just be so play playing would be so such a weird feeling with no sound right. cardboard um, cutouts, like yeah <laughs> i think they have cardboard cutouts in japan or yeah i heard somewhere. that too yeah um, but yeah, you'd probably wouldn't need the bullpen phone anymore either. The manager oh, yeah. could just yell from the dugout. Half of the people that go to the stadium don't pay attention anyway, so right up eating or whatever. Right, right. Um, it'd be good to have him back. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully this stuff will work out. I mean, I think it'll be a matter of time 
before we see. And I read too that one, I think it was like an owner was saying, well, shooting for June and July is kind of a good way to go because if we are aiming there and then we have to push it back to August, it's not like we're saying, okay, we're going to go for August and then July is a possibility. It's harder to move up yeah. than move back. If um, stay down south, <coughs> excuse me, they could play through the whole winter. Yeah. And they can get the whole season in, but yeah. financially it probably won't work. But Yeah, that would be interesting if they went. Be hot as heck. Yeah, well, that's what. Chill out. I, I know. I was. Yeah, guys dropping. <laughs> Bartolo Colon and. Uh, yeah. Who's that other guy in the Giants at heavy third base? Oh, yeah, Sandoval. <laughs> Sandoval. Yeah. Maybe a wreck. Yeah, I was listening to uh, Cece and Ryan Rucco's podcast the other day, and they were talking about the first proposal that came out where they'd play in Arizona specifically, and Cece was like, man, I wouldn't be able to handle it. It would be so hot um, that I just wouldn't be able to pitch a full game. I'd be dying there in Arizona. Uncle Donald would be thrilled. Yeah. The Yankees are in Arizona. That's right. Um but anyway, so that's news cool. around baseball. Um, and then one thing, we Joe and I haven't done a great job of keeping up with, but um, on one of the episodes, I got into the out-of-the-park baseball simulated 2020 season. So anyway, if anybody's keeping up with that, the Yankees are now 22-9 and nine mm. in the simulation. I've got to tell Ben, that's his favorite. Um, <laughs> PC game or whatever. Yeah. They're dominant. The AL East outside of the Yankees is bad. Their Yanks are seven and a half games ahead of the Rays. Um, How's the attendance? Second place. (laughs) Virtual attendance, I guess. But um, anyway, so that's something. If anybody's keeping up with that, it's probably the best we can do. Like, is somebody, the company's doing that? Yeah, I guess so. The company's doing it, and then they're putting all the statistics on baseball reference. So it's just running. Nobody's making yeah, not the, transactions and not moves the, or anything. I mean, I, I guess like there's some transactions owners. happening, but um, I don't know if that's just being simulated. The Yankees have some random guys looking at one game. They have this guy, Rony Garcia, who I've never heard of before, um, but he made like two starts, I guess. Uh, RG4. <laughs> so. Anyway. Sheepstack snort. All right. Let's keep um, it rolling. All right. So, so, yeah, getting into the 2015 Yankees, they were 87 and 75. Um, and like I said, I think it's probably their best season of these four years. Um, I feel like it maybe 2016 wasn't too bad health-wise, I don't think, either. But I think this was probably their healthiest team. Did they make the playoffs in 16? No. No. Right. No. Um, yeah, this was probably their healthiest team. And just some of their key guys in this season, like Teixeira, A-Rod, McCann, had good years. Mm-hmm. Um, so that made made a difference. A-Rod was coming off his suspension. Um, but they made the wild card game and lost to the Astros. Um, they were shut down by Dallas Keuchel um, and the rest of the Astros pitching staff, 3 nothing in that game. That was also the year Keuchel won the Cy Young. So um, anyway, so that's just kind of a the tip of 
the iceberg for the season. We'll get a little bit more into the players um, and stuff. But two questions. First of all, um, who was the Yankees' closer that season without... It's trivia, right? I want to look it up. Looking it up, yes. Sparky Lyle, no. <laughs> Robertson? No, Robertson was going for the White Sox. Yeah, he went so in the offseason. Closer. 15, closer. Not Batances. No, Batances was there, but he didn't end up being the closer. Shane Green. No. Sean Green. Shane Green? Sean Green. Doesn't matter if it wasn't him. Um, last one is... Uh, and No. Andrew? Yeah. Andrew. Shoot. Andrew. Not Bud Light, but... <laughs> Coors. Andrew. Jackson. <laughs> it's blank time. Oh, Miller was there on the team? Yeah, Andrew Miller. I didn't realize they had him then. Yeah, he came. He was um, great for them. Yeah, he was great. Then he yeah. ended up getting um, uh, the guy from the Indians from them, right? Well, well whatever. Yeah. And they traded him. Andrew Miller. Andrew excellent. Miller. Yeah, so he, he came over. Year? He did. Um, he had. Trying to, so they signed Miller in the off season. He was a free agent. Signed him for four years, thirty six million dollars. Nine a year, Joe. Um, yeah. You're doing the math. Doing the math. Um, so yeah, he had a good season. Um, and their bullpen was. Their bullpen was good. Um, they really had a. Yeah, they had a strong bullpen all year, um, and I think that was a big thing, too, in making this team pretty good. So, second trivia question. There were two guys who are on the team now who made their debut during this season, during 2015. Can you oh, name boy. those guys? That's tough. On the team now. Yeah, two Yankees who debuted in Sanchez 2015. Had a Sanchez, of yeah, very quick, like two nice. games. Sanchez and a pitcher, Severino. Yep. Nice. Nailed it. Right there. The big. <laughs> got that one quick. Very good. Yeah. So Sanchez and Severino. Um, Greg Bird also came up that year, but he's not in the Yanks anymore. So. Um, so my favorite player that I just learned right now is Dustin Ackley. Yep. And I wouldn't have even known he was on the team that year. Didn't play much, but I think he was a North Carolina, University of North Carolina graduate. But anyway, looking at the games played, yeah, everybody, you know, the starting nine, counting the DH, all were in the, probably on average, 130 games played. Right. Which means everybody was healthy, like you said, which made for a good, a good run. Yeah, yeah, I think that was that was just. I mean, and looking back, I would be lying if I say I remember this team super well. Right. Um, but yeah, just looking back on it and comparing it to twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen, that seems to be the difference maker. Um, so yeah, if you're looking at the hitters, um, the year of, uh, no Jeter, first year without Jeter, right? First year without Jeter, right? So they yeah they got Didi in the off season um, to. When they traded, might have been your guy, Shane, Sean Green, mm -hmm. um, over, hold on, let me find that. Yeah, so they traded 
the three-team trade traded Shane Green to the Tigers. The Yankees got DD from the Diamondbacks, and the Tigers sent Domingo Leyva and Robbie Ray to the Diamondbacks. And so that was our first shortstop post Jeter. Um, so sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, just looking at all the names of the guys that play, that looks like Romine's first year. I know he's not on the team. Possibly Bird's first year. Greg Bird. Yeah. So like a lot of the kids that they were hoping would provide a core came out that year too. Kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. It was, and that was uh, Bird had a. Really nice. I think he came up early August um, because Teixeira, like, fractured his ankle or his shin or yeah. something like that. Um, 11 homers and under 200 at-bats. Yeah. Yeah, that was what I was looking at, too. Um, he had 11 homers and, so you've got it there, like, 31 RBIs yeah. and a 529 slugging percentage. and um, So he came up, yeah, and did well for them. Um, and that's why I remember people being excited about Bird, and I think we had that hope for a few years, but it just never quite worked out. Bad feet. Yeah. Bad feet. Did he have the plantar fasciitis? Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. All this, both feet were bad. Yeah. <laughs> Tough. Tough. Um, Cashman questioned his, uh, you know, ability to recover from an injury. Not, not good. Yeah. Yeah. So where did they fall down there? Was it the pitching? I mean, because all the batters seem to do pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I think their starting pitching, I think also um, their starting pitching just wasn't, it was average at best. Mm -hmm. I don't, um, you, they got a good number of starts out of everybody, I think, for their starting pitchers, yeah. except for maybe Nova, but that he was coming back from Tommy John, so he right. came on in like June, I think. Yeah. Um and Adam Warren filled the spot until he until Nova came back. When I was saying Andrew before, that's the guy I was thinking of Adam Warren. Oh really? Oh, well, <laughs> a good friend. Andrew worked out. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at games started. I mean you had Sabathia with twenty nine, Panetti yeah. twenty seven, Avaldi twenty seven, Tanaka twenty four. So that's terrific. Then Nova Severino combined for 28, so there's your you know, five, and then Adam Warren and a couple others had a handful. Right. You know, to, to round it out, but interesting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, pretty consistent crew for the starters, but I just don't think anybody, Tanaka probably had the best year statistics-wise. I think Evaldi, it's weird because if you look at his wins-losses, which... As we know, if you look at somebody like Jacob deGrom, doesn't mean a whole lot because yeah. of the run support and stuff. But Avaldi was like 14-3, and three, mm -hmm. but he still had a four-something ERA. Yeah, four so, yeah. um, Which was second, low, second lowest other than Severino. You know, he was just right yeah. behind Tanaka compared to all these starters. So 4-2-0 in the American League isn't too shabby. No, no. And I remember being excited about him, too, um, Thought maybe like because he and Pineda, I feel like they were both, especially Pineda, a little bit more, but both pretty big guys. Yeah. They threw Some hard feet. sometimes, so um, yeah. was excited about them at the time. But and then Severino was good when he came up too. He had good, good starts. Um, Two point eight nine. That's real good. Yeah, 
two at the back back end of that season. Um, Did he, now, who started the playoff game? Do you know? Where it was Tanaka. Card, got out? Tanaka started. Yeah, they lost 3-0. Three zip? Yeah. Interesting. So, that. Yeah, I think, like, <laughs> they got, like, three hits in that game. Like, oh, Beltron so got a hit. Keiko just shut him down. Yeah. Gardner got a hit, maybe. Um, but... I was looking at their split for the season two. They were like 48 and 40 before the All-Star break. Yeah. And then maybe, what would that be? Uh, 30, yeah. 39 and 35. Yeah, 39 <laughs> and 35 um, in the second half. So not a big difference. Yeah. But um, I just think with some of, so like their, yeah, their team offensively, in terms of games played, catcher was McCann, first base Teixeira, second base Stephen Drew, third base Chase Headley, shortstop was Didi, his first year mm-hmm. on the Yanks, left field had Gardner, center field you had Ellsbury, right field Beltron, and then DH was A-Rod. Right, um, a trivia question for you. Who played second base during that playoff game you were just talking about? Not Stephen Drew? Not Stephen Drew. Uh, Rob Riff Snyder. There you go. Did he? He did. Nice. It's interesting. The pitchers were Tanaka, five innings. Justin Wilson? Yep. One, an inning and a third. Batances, an inning, two thirds, and Miller, an inning. Hmm. It's kind of just, you know, humdrum because they right. obviously never had a lead if they didn't score. Right. But. right. They're just trying to maintain, kind of. Yeah. And that was in uh, New York or Houston? In New York. Wow. Yeah. <coughs> I don't remember that game super well, but I remember being frustrated by Keuchel. That's yeah. my memory of that. Um, but McCann had a good season. I think he had like 90 RBIs. Um, Teixeira was good until he fractured his shin or something down the stretch. Stephen Drew, not good. No. Um, that was a hole for them, for sure, second base. I think he had around 200, right? Or yeah, 200. He had, like, some power. He weirdly had, like, 17 home runs or something. But, yeah, he hit, like, 200, so that didn't help. I think Didi got off to a rough start and then finished strong, strong for them. Um, but, yeah, I think he had kind of a... Ellsbury definitely didn't have a great season. I think we... Maybe started to see Ellsbury go downhill um, this year. But A-Rod was coming back from uh, being suspended for the year and did well. Um, So I guess for whatever that's worth, I know he's not one of either of our favorite Yankees. um, (laughs) But he did okay. And Chris Young, I remember him being a pretty big part of this team. I think he played a lot of different outfield positions throughout yeah. the year. Another guy, though, you'd kind of like to share and McCann. No, McCann, not so much, but you just don't get excited about turning on the yeah. TV watching him bat. Right, right. You know, but yeah, he probably did have a dozen or so home runs or maybe more. Yeah, something like that. Um, and then John Ryan Murphy. He likes J.R. J.R. Murphy. J.R. <laughs> Murphy yeah. um, was the main backup that season. I think Romine got 
played a couple games, but he got designated for assignment early on in the season. Yeah. Um, I just well, cause I was looking at him. He only batted twice. Yeah. Or two games. Maybe. So, yeah, like April 5th, he got sent down. I think he had a bad spring. And so Murphy had a pretty um, – played in a pretty good number of games, yeah. I think 65. And then uh, – ended up getting traded i'm pretty sure in the off season um so so anyway um yeah those were main hitters i think yeah ellsbury was hurt and really struggled down the stretch of the season which didn't help them out either um and then we talked about the starters um but just that that bullpen was really Solid, right? really solid yeah i know we're fortunate now too because the yanks have the same thing but they had like if you look at their numbers too um i'm on adam warren here i want to be on the main season but they had those five guys miller Batances, um and I wish I would have combined Batances' two innings. I think he pitched, like, probably 170 innings between 2014 and 15. Um, but, yeah, so they had their solid five bullpen guys were Andrew Miller, Adam Warren, Dylan Batances, Justin Wilson, and Chase and Shreve, and then a few other guys thrown in there, too. Um, but all those guys pitched over 55 innings, um, Warren's innings numbers are inflated because he started quite a few. Yeah, yeah started a lot of what games for them. Jason Shreve, oh, he's like he looked like a hawk. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he had a lot it's of hawkish. lefties in that bullpen. I think Wilson was a lefty. Um, yeah, he got the asterisk there. I'll tell you, for a lefty or righty. Is that the asterisks for? Yeah. Nice. Miller, Wilson, Shreve. Yeah, Chris Capuano. Chris Capuano, who I think got sent Super up and camp. down and down and up that season. He was old too. Was yeah. Older. Right, he wasn't. Older. Wasn't very good. Um, I remember Brian Mitchell too, though. Yeah. Some of those guys they had come up Nick here and there. Rumbelow. Nick Rumbelow. Yeah. He's. I don't think he's on the Yanks anymore. <laughs> um, but. Anyway, solid bullpen that year. Batances was lighting it up again. 131 strikeouts in 84 innings. That's crazy. Um, now More he's on the Mets. He is a Met. Yeah. In the East. And the Yankees signed Adam Warren to a minor league contract. I didn't realize that for Did 2020. You? Yeah. yeah. Um, probably, what, mid-30s? 32, 33? Yeah. Yeah, he was 27 then, so. There you go. My math worked. <laughs> 32. Um, so anyway, those were kind of some main things on the team. Um, and just some of their, their moves in the off season, um, that kind of led them to this point. We talked about signing Andrew Miller, which was a good move for them. They traded for Didi. Um, they signed Chase Headley. I think they were pretty confident. A-Rod was done at third base at Mm -hmm. that point. Um, so they signed Headley, I mean, he was pretty average. Um, didn't really do anything special as a Yankee. Um, they traded Cervelli, their backup catcher, to the Pirates for Justin Wilson. Um, and they also 
did the big David Phelps, Martin Prado, your guy from the 2014 yeah, team, um, to the Marlins for Ivaldi, Domingo Herman, and Garrett Jones. Oh, wow. um, Herman's the only one who's stuck I around. Like Garrett Jones, good lefty bat. Yeah, I don't think he did too much though. No, no, I remember being um, excited about his kind of role as a yeah. utility type guy, but yeah. I think he had a couple good years, or at least one with the Pirates at some point. Yeah, yeah, I think he definitely, definitely did, because um, I remember him that. Such a dope, the Yanks would have had the best end of that trade. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I hope that, I don't know why, when I, I was thinking about this the other day, um, Herman reminds me of like an Ivan Ivan Nova, because mm-hmm. um, Nova had a great like twenty twelve or something. He was awesome for the Yanks, um, and then I think he just ended up getting hurt a lot the next couple years between Tommy John and a couple other things before. Um, or did he go to the Pirates or something? I think he did go to the Pirates, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Big time. Took the fizzle. Drink. Fizzler. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then we kind of blew $5 million on Stephen Drew um, and signed Chris Young to a one-year deal. So not really a lot of off-season moves. I mean, I think the the best thing this team had going for him was that they were pretty consistent all year, mm-hmm. which um, makes a difference and. Uh, I mean, 2019, the Yankees just had a ton of guys who stepped up, too. Um, but but this team was pretty consistent. Still kind of an older team, though. Yep. So, yeah, they had a lot going for it. Yeah. Who won that year? Royals? Yes. 15, yeah. yeah, 15 was the Royals. And the, um, the Yeah. Royals yeah, Mets. yeah, yeah, Royals Mets. I guess I said to Joe on one episode, I was like, Mets didn't make the World Series. And he's like, yeah, they did. Twenty thirteen. Collins, probably right. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Bill Daly. That's great. Um, so yeah, just looking, I was looking at an article, just to kind of a recap of this team, and I think in the second half, some injuries and just struggles offensively. Um, hurt the team. Not yet. These were kind of, it still kind of fits in line of just being strange years. I mean, you had some guys that it was like, oh, maybe they'll stick with the Yanks. Like I thought maybe Pineda and Evaldi would be like guys who would be a part of the pitching staff going forward. Um, But now the team looks totally different from this team. I mean, you've got Gardner. Yeah, like you said, at some point there was no, uh, no real identity to them, you know? Yeah, the yeah. Whole, the whole time, so. And yeah. the guys are, like, in and out. You know? Right. So, so rotating uh, position, players and pitchers. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, so I think that's, I mean, it's a pretty common theme when we talk about these years, and that's why we put them together. So um, after we get get through this, we'll try to find a more positive topic to talk about about the real um yeah yeah i mean that's what that was the idea with this whole whole show was caused the corona as soon as you (laughs) thought about it the whole world shut down yeah it was not that to spin topics and look do deep dives into stephen drew's stats in 2015 um 
but hopefully we'll get there. Hopefully that's the news kind of coming out of baseball. Um, but I did like that this season provided a little glimpse into the future with Severino and Sanchez and Bird for those couple yeah, of years. Absolutely. Um, so that was something that was cool. I thought about this team. Yeah, they're on the come. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's pretty much, pretty much all that I've got for 2015, though. Um, a year where the Yanks kind of had a chance, made the playoffs, but didn't, didn't got make shut down way. by Keuchel, that's <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> right, that always hurts. They needed to play the Twins or something. Um, but anyway, so we'll talk about 2016 on Sunday's episode, um, Joe may or may not be back. If he not, we'll keep, we'll keep rolling. That's, it's okay. Maybe you or you guys can do the show next time. Yeah, it's better um, if you guys do it because we're not practicing social distancing where we're sitting right now <laughs> over this phone. That's true. That's true. Although we've been, been holed up more or less for the last month and a half, so... Yes, we're all still Good kicking stuff. here. Um, but anyway, yeah. Thanks, Dad. Any well, final no. thoughts Good on the stuff. 2015? Everybody stay well. Yeah. Better days ahead. That's right. All right. Well, appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, check us out on Instagram at let's go underscore yanks. Um, Joe's a little busy this week, so we're slacking on the content but we'll get some stuff up there and if you have any ideas for shows um or questions or something you want us to talk about too um please connect with us there send us a message or something call the home phone (laughs) sure call (laughs) call the home phone whatever send us a carrier pigeon message maybe it'll get here (laughs) who knows um all right We'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. All right.